Revelation chapter 20. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain. And he seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years and threw him into the pit and shut it and sealed it over him so that he might not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were ended and that he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and seated on them were those to whom the authority to judge was committed. Also I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God, and those who had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea, and they marched up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city, but fire came down from heaven and consumed them, and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of sulfur, fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and sky fled away and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and the books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. May God bless the reading, the perceiving of his holy and precious living word, through Christ our Lord. Amen. This continues our messages on the book of Revelation. As we just noted, we're now in chapter 20 of the book of Revelation, written by the Apostle John, based upon what Jesus revealed to him, spoke to him when John was exiled to the Isle of Patmos. And John is writing down things that are yet to come. Earlier in the book, there were some things that had already passed and some things that were then. But now everything we're looking at are things that are yet to come, yet to have occurred. But as I understand Scripture, and as I always say, you check what I say against the Word. And if it doesn't line up, then you should accept the Word 
100% of the time. And all of us are charged with the responsibility of making sure that we read the word so that we know when we're hearing the true word. My understanding of where we are in this process is that there is nothing remaining to occur before the rapture of the church, the rapture of the church being that time when when Jesus will meet us in the air, those that are alive, those who are New Testament saints, that's my word, everybody saved by grace alone, through faith alone, from the day of Pentecost up to the time of Christ appearing in the air, if they're dead, they will rise from the grave. If they're alive, their, their bodies will rise from the grave. Their souls are already with, the, with Jesus. He said to the thief, today you'll be with me in paradise. And though, those who are still alive, it could be today. It could be an hour from now. It could be a thousand years from now. It could be a week from now. But at the moment that Christ comes to meet his, his church in the air, then that's when we will be raised uh, and raptured to Christ. And then immediately begins the seven-year period of tribulation. So as I understand Scripture, I started to say there's nothing remaining to be done for the rapture to occur. In other words, that could occur any moment now. There are many great and sincere men and women of God who take issue with the rapture occurring uh, prior to the tribulation. I respect their thoughts on that. I would not pretend to claim that I know all the answers or even all the questions, and I'm really new to the study of the book of Revelation. But I'm sharing with you what I understand from Scripture. There are some things in this process that aren't crystal clear, that we have to draw inferences from what's said and, and sometimes from what's not said. So it's, it's my sense that the, the rapture of the church, where Christ meets the church in the air, will occur before the tribulation, and there's nothing remaining to occur for that tribulation to take place. After the, tribula- after the rapture and after the tribulation, when Jesus comes back, then that will be the great and terrible day of the Lord. And we talked about that yesterday in the Battle of Armageddon. And so now John is continuing to say what he is seeing that will occur in the future. And he said, I saw an angel. And I think this is maybe the mo- one of the most exciting things that occurs in all of all of Scripture and, and certainly all of Revelation is what's about to happen in these first two or three verses, three verses of chapter 20. He said, I, I saw an angel come down from heaven with a key to the bottomless pit and a great chain, and he sees the devil. He sees that dragon, that ancient serpent, and he bound him. I just love the picture of him binding the devil with this huge chain and and throwing him into the pit, shutting it and sealing it over him. He is he is shut up and shut away and he's not able to do anything for a thousand years from that moment. This is all in the future. 
and then after that thousand years, then he will be released for a while. And as I understand it, that means for a very brief time period. And then his final doom, when he's thrown into the lake of sulfur and fire forever and ever, will occur shortly after that. And then John spoke of seeing thrones and who's seated on those thrones and the souls of those who have been beheaded. And so this this is a picture of, of who John is seeing and who will reign with Christ for this thousand years. And the, the only people that that don't reign with Christ for that thousand years the people that aren't born again, those people don't reign with Christ for the thousand-year millennium. So a simple way to say it is that all who have been raised in all the phases of the first resurrection will reign and rule with Christ on earth during his millennial reign, meaning the thousand years. Now, some people take the the position that the thousand years is not a literal thousand years, but that's figurative language. But I don't see a reason to assume that's figurative language because it says straight up that it's a thousand years and it repeats it in several different respects. And so when scripture can be read literally and there's no reason to assume that it's figurative language, then I think we read it literally. So I think we'll pause there for the day and enjoy knowing Satan is locked away in the abyss. And tomorrow, Lord willing, we will deal with his brief release and his ultimate conquer, conquering of Satan and his destruction. God bless you. And thank you for listening to this podcast.